Welcome to Baker Seniors Medicare Help Podcast, your go-to expert on all things Medicare. Contact us with any questions you might have and enjoy the show. Hello and welcome. This is the Baker Senior Show where we're teaching all about Medicare, your rights and your opportunities for experience for exploring everything that Medicare has for you. Today we have Steve Baker, who is going to be instructing us on all the wonderful opportunities we have. Hi, Steve. Hello. You know, I I make it sound really light and fun and everything, Medicare, uh, but sometimes it can be very serious. I know that some of the things that you have told me over the years have Sometimes it's like, if I only knew this before this happened, then I could have been covered with my Medicare. So we want to make sure we understand it. And isn't that what today is all about? We're going to be understanding more about Medicare and how it can help us. Mm -hmm. All right. So I understand today you'd really like to talk about what happens when you're still on the job. Can you get Medicare? Should you get Medicare? How do you get Medicare? Why should you have Medicare? Exactly. Why don't you start us off? Well, if uh, more and more uh, everyone wants to work perhaps past 65. I and, think so. I do. Yeah. Yeah. 65 is not necessarily the drop-off point. And, <laughs> no. And so, and so uh, a lot of people just prefer to, to continue to work and stay on their group coverage, perhaps. So if in that, in that the case, the key word is the human resources department. And the first thing you should do there is talk with the, your human resources department, because every company has, has a slight nuances in different kinds of group coverage. So the person there will be able to instruct you on, on what to do. Uh, and sometimes it's, it's a little complicated and sometimes they don't even understand it really, but uh, that, 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 that happens occasionally. So it, it's always uh, important to check with someone like me to, to kind of guide you in what, on what to do. So uh, as we've talked about in so many of our uh, presentations, on, on our videos that there's uh, A, B, C, and D. And what we're going to do is we're going to go through those and talk about the scenario if someone just wants to keep working. So not only wants to keep working, Steve, but a lot of times people have to keep working in order to uh, live the lifestyle that they've either become used to or they want to stay in. Yes. You know, till they, till they, till the end. Right. Let's put it that way. Right. We and, need to work sometimes yeah, or we and, want to work. Yeah. And if they're a positive situation, the, their boss, boss or their manager really likes them and wants them to stay and they want to stay. So there you go. So. Now, what do I do about my Medicare? So uh, let's talk about a real quickly. Um, uh, I think I mentioned in some of my previous videos that, that part A is uh, uh, essentially the hospital coverage only if, uh, if you have that. 
And there are two, there are two scenarios. One is if, uh, if, you've, if you're already taking Social Security, and sometimes people do, they take it what we call early at age 62 instead of waiting to age 65. If they're already taking Social Security and they're, and they're working, uh, then, you know, there, there, there's a limit. There's always some complications and, and detours and things people need to consider. You can, you can only earn a limited amount of income up until age 66. So now my, you said Social Security. Mm -hmm. When you're, you're taking Social Security and you're working, can uh -huh. you explain that a little more? I'm not really sure where that, where that comes in with the Medicare. Well, Social Security, of course, is, is, another, is another government group onto its own, and they have their own rules and regulations and so forth. You can, at age 62, you can decide not to take your coverage and just continue on to age 66 or 67 in that range and just, uh, just put your Social Security payments in abeyance. And by the time you get, you get ready for it, you'll get uh, a considerable amount of money, more money than you would if you took it at 62. But if you, you know, if you, if you do not take it, then nothing will happen. But if you do take it at, a, at an earlier age, you will receive a Medicare card. And I'll show you what that looks like, red, what we call the red, white, and blue card. Once you, once you take you the red, white, a little higher. Yeah. Oh, there you okay. go. It's upside down. And no, you're there. You go a little higher, a little towards. There we go. Okay. I recognize what you, that. That's what you call your, yet, but I recognize it. Right. That's what you call your red, white, and blue card. Okay. If you have one of those and it has only part A on there, that means that, uh, that, that you auto, you automatically enrolled and that's fine. Just keep your part A. The key to it is, is the part B part. So once you have your part B, I mean, you know, you just, you just stay, stay on that, on that plan and don't take your part B yet until you're ready to completely uh, enroll in Medicare. So automatically, if you're taking social security, that will, that will automatically trigger, trigger the, the issuance of a card like this. You'll get this in the mail, but it will only have part A. It should have only part A on it. If it has part B, then you need to notify Medicare right away and tell them that you're not uh, not interested in taking part B just yet because you're continuing to work and you have your group coverage like you've had for years and you have all that set up and they'll take care of that for you. You know, so, this is all a lot of information, Steve, and this is one of the reasons why I tell everybody I know that's either on Medicare or getting ready to be on Medicare that they need to talk with you because this is all like really how I didn't know that. How would I have known that? No one, no one reaches out and tells you that no one from Medicare calls you and says, now, if you get your card and it has part B on it, you need to call us because somebody made a mistake. Right. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, they need to reach out to you is, is what I'm really trying to get at because everybody's situation is just a little different and you can guide them through this process. It's called healthcare peace of mind for a reason. Correct. Correct. All right. Correct. So, yeah. Okay. So you, you're still working, you're on mm -hmm. social security 
and automatically you get this card in the mail and mm -hmm. it says Medicare, you are now covered under Medicare Part A. What does that mean? Medicare Part A is just the, there's four parts and uh, you, you'll get that card that just says Part A. Uh, internally, that means that you've got hospitalization and so forth. Uh, but you just need to keep that card and indicate to yourself and make a notation that I'm still working and I don't have my B yet. I'll, I'll get that down the road whenever I'll get ready to, to leave my company, but I'm just fine. I'll just put this in my wallet and move right along with it and continue on your group coverage. Then at that, then at that point, you know, once, once you've done that, you're, you, you've continued on your, on your group plan and be sure and advise your human resources department, what you've done and that you've already received your part A. And uh, if, you know, if they're a little confused about it, or they're a little muddy, you just check with someone like me and I will be able to clarify it for you and kind of guide you in, in the direction. And I'll tell you at, the, at that point, I'll see you in two or three years or whenever you're ready to complete your Medicare enrollment. And uh, then you'll be fine. You'll be fine. Steve, I want to ask you now, I know a lot of people are working from home now because we're going through this uh, stay at home type of situation because mm -hmm. of the virus that's going around. Uh, a lot of people have been laid off or they're uh, or they're working from home and they haven't been laid off. They, you know, is does this have anything to do with Medicare? What if what if all of a sudden you're laid off? Are you still covered? What what happens to your Medicare well, when well, you're laid off? Typically, uh, you've got about another if you're laid off, there's there's two terms they use. One is furloughed. That means uh, technically you're still on the payroll. You're just not receiving a paycheck. That's a furlough. And laid off means you're you're done. You're fired or you're left or whatever. So you need to you need to first make a determination if you're on furlough, or if you've actually been laid off. Does that affect the Medicare at all? It does if you're of age. If you know if you're 55 or. 53 or 40 or whatever, there's no worry about that. I mean, you know, Medicare is not, not in an issue, but if you're 62 in that range, 64, 65, maybe even 67 or so, you really, really need to check with someone about where you are, what you need to do and uh, call me and I'll be glad to, to explain your situation and tell you, give you advice on what to do. See that sign that's right below Steve, healthcare peace of mind. No matter what's going on, you can call Steve and I have his phone number up on the screen. And for those of you who are listening to the podcast, let me just tell you what it is. It's 832-754-3292. You know, I, I want to be, uh, live a happy life. I want to have a wonderful family. I want to have a great job and everything. Uh, but there's all these other things that that you know, can bring you down. And one of them is all the misinformation that we get about our health care. So I want people to know that you're friendly and that you'll be able to answer their questions, especially as they get closer and closer to Medicare age. 
I know that if I didn't know you, it would be really stressful, especially when I get this card in the mail at 62 years old, wanting my information because I'm getting ready to do Medicare. What? I'm only 62. I got nervous when I saw this and I relaxed immediately because I knew Steve I would explain it to me and figure out why it looks very um, professional and like I should do something. I should put my phone number in there. Right. And I, th I think I think I'd like to emphasize that if you if you see my name there and you see a phone number and you dial that number immediately, you're going to say, OK, he's going to try to sell me something. I know, I know, I know. But that's that's not the case. I've been doing this many years and uh, I don't need to sell you anything. But I will answer your questions. And if it results in, in me helping you, then I'll be glad to do that. But mostly you need to talk with me just for information. Ask me the questions and to the best of my ability. And if, and if I don't know the answer, then I'll, I will be sure and check on it and, and get right back with you. But there's there's no there's no uh, indication that I really want to quote, sell you something. I just don't. I mean, but I'll be able I, to help you. I will agree with that. I've known Steve for a long time. I've given him referrals to people. And uh, I just know that he takes really good care of his clients. As a matter of fact, I'd like to have some of your existing clients on, on the show so that we can talk to them about how well you take care of them. Wouldn't uh -huh. that be a great opportunity? That would be. No doubt oh, about it. Okay, so let's continue on with our conversation about as we're still working and we're Medicare age, what's mm -hmm. happening to us. Right. Okay, so uh, so we you know may or may not have our, our A yet, but we you know we wanna we wanna continue to work and there's two or three different ways the human resources department may may want to handle that, and I'm not getting into the the complications of that. But once you've, you've uh, told the human resources department what you would like to do, and they've told you what to do, then you can move forward. Uh, you can, you can call me and check, you know, the, uh, the information and I'll say, well, this is what they told you. So that sounds right. So you just ride along. And then when it comes time, then you can uh, either give me a call or, uh, call anyone basically but i'll be glad to help you at that point so you just you need to be assured that you're in the, in the right slot in order to keep working and receiving your benefits from your company if that's what you'd like to do now steve what happens if you're working for a company and they remove all the benefits like the the health care benefits and uh, and they just say, look, you know, we want to continue on, but we're no longer going to be able to offer any kind of health care. Does that affect mm -hmm. the Medicare? Well, it's it's like almost anything. There's there, there are rules and regulations on what they can or cannot do at that, you know, for, you know, to remove some people. They just can't arbitrarily, for the most part, they just can't arbitrarily say, okay, we want you to keep working here, but you're no longer having benefits. 
No, oh, that that that, that just can't will not happen. Work. Okay. Really well, you can tell happen. I haven't it's... worked for corporate, so <laughs> <laughs> thank goodness. Um, so. All right. So, but if you're working and you, they've never offered any kind of health care, you can still mm -hmm. get on Medicare by yourself, right? You don't have to sure. have yes. an HR department helping you, right? Right. Exactly. Okay, because exactly. I know a lot of people are working part time and they're working uh -huh. for companies who don't offer health care. Right. So then instead of working with HR, they they call you. Correct. Okay. Correct. All right. I'll be glad. I'll be glad to guide them and and show them their options at that point. Okay. Now you said there was a part A, part B, part C, and part D. How does that play into this? while we're working well uh part a is uh, just just to review real quickly part a is uh, once you get everything up and going part a pays for the hospital pretty much the room only uh i always tell people just it's sort of like rental there's a, there's some other things that enter into it but i won't go into those but it's there's some benefits with part a but mostly it pays for the hospital room Whenever you're in, whenever you're uh, admitted into the hospital. Okay, so, like room and board, it's the room. It's a room. <laughs> once, once someone comes in the room, they're not just going to put you in the room and leave you there three or four days. Someone is going to walk through the door, and they're going to do something. They're going to take your blood pressure. They're going to take some blood. They're going to take you know do a test. They're going to torture this. you a little bit. Yeah. They're going to torture you a little bit. So that's uh -huh. when your part. B kicks in. Okay, let's talk about B. What is B? B is everything else. It's it's a doctor's visits inside and outside of the hospital. It's MRIs, CAT scans, X-rays, all of that, all of that different stuff that you that you need to go through. Uh, I did a recently. I did a, a CAT scan on my brain because they thought they thought my brain was going crazy, which is not true. <laughs> I did an, I did an, which is kind of an experience because I can tell my clients now what it's like to go to go a M MRI and a CAT scan. So that that would be covered, and I was fully covered with Medicare and a supplement. So I, there were, you know, as we talked about the other day, there's no worries. I just, uh, I just said, okay, whatever. So they did that, and so far I haven't received a bill, which I don't anticipate I will because I had Medicare and a supplement. Now so, you had Medicare part B, which covered that. I had, I had a B and a supplement. Oh, okay. Yeah. And a supplement. Okay. So right. where does C D and supplements come okay. into? C, C is uh, the, the advantage plan and that's always an option. And I'll be glad to explain uh, fully what the, what the Medicare advantage is. So that's, that's part C of Medicare. You cannot be on on a supplement and a Medigap or Medicare supplement, I mean supplement at the same time. You've got to have one or the other. So once you decide to go on with an advantage plan, there's some pluses to advantage plan and there's some minuses and I'll be glad to explain that to you as well. And you've got to you've got to choose one or the other. You can't be on both, as I've explained. And so that's the part C. The part D is your prescription drug plan, 
which in a lot of instances, it's embedded in a Part C. If you were to choose that option, you would need you have a standalone, what we call a standalone Part D plan. So there's there, there's some there's some major decisions that need to be made at that point. So uh, it's just a matter of uh, what direction. And if you get off on get off on a wrong curve and go down the go down the the uh, the rat hole, so to speak, you know, you have to get some advice from someone to get turned around and get back on the right path. So I'm verbally, I'll be able to explain to you exactly what you need to do to get back on the right path. And because it's different for different people and the the different scenarios, you know, life is not all everybody. Nobody just takes the same path. I mean, we're, We've all got different things going on in our lives and we have different right. health issues or uh, work issues. So that's where you come in and say, this, I believe, is the best path for you. It wouldn't be for your next door neighbor. They might have a different path. So, mm -hmm. so some people, it might be perfect for the advantage plan and other mm -hmm. people, it would be a disaster. Right, right. Now you said part D is sometimes covered in part C. You see, this is where most people go, okay, whatever, you know, it's just all so complicated. So that's why you have been doing this for so many years that you can figure it out and you can look at somebody's situation and say, this is what I think is best for you under your certain circumstances. Correct. We don't know anything about Medicare or we just know barely enough to, try to understand that that's, you know, what it is. Uh -huh. So no matter what their question is, they can call you and discuss this with you, whether it's right. their neighbor, their spouse, themselves. Um, and even uh, big corporations could have you come in and explain it to the people that are turning 65. This is mm -hmm. something that Steve offers that if you're working in a situation where you want more information and all your buddies want it too, you're all mm -hmm. turning 65 next year and you want to know more, you could talk to your HR department and they could reach out to Steve and Steve would come in and educate everybody all at the same time. Mm -hmm. Right. I can do that. Not only can you, you do it, it, you want to do it. Yes. So if you have a, a corporation yourself, or you're working for somebody, talk to your HR department and reach, have them reach out to Steve. And I'm going to put his phone number back up here so that you can think about this as you're going into work. Now, you're probably working from home right now <laughs> because of the corona, but um, soon you'll be going back in and you can talk to your HR department. It's 832-754-3292. So Steve can work with you individually. He can come to your place of work and educate everybody all at the same time. And I think it's a great opportunity. This doesn't come along very often that somebody is as friendly and as knowledgeable as Steve is about a topic. And this topic is very important to us as we get to the Medicare age. What else do you want us to know, Steve, about this you know, while we're working or continuing to work after 65? Well, it's, it's, it's important. And I'd like to under, underscore again, everybody's situation 
is uh, is totally different from from someone else. So I, you know, I've been doing this a lot of years, and uh, I'll I'll go talk with someone, and they'll say, uh, "Well, this is what I did. I bought this and that. I bought this and I bought that." And I go, "Well, who told you to do that?" And uh, they'll say, "My neighbor told me to do this." And I said, well, what uh, what business is your neighbor in? Well, he's an electrical engineer and he's real smart. So he's the one who told me to do this. So I said, well, he, he probably doesn't have an insurance license, I would suspect. If he does, that's different, but I suspect he does not. He probably has an electrical engineer license, but always check with someone who's who's knowledgeable about your situation, knowledgeable about Medicare and your options, and then someone like me, and then I will be able to guide you and say these are these are your choices. You know, you can you can take one or you can take the other, depending on your circumstances. A lot of it has to do with your income, how much income you have. A lot of it has to do with your health. There are some uh, rules and regulations about when you can apply and under what circumstances. So uh, there's there's a lot of variables there, and of course your age has a lot to do with it as well. So one of the things that I've heard you say that I think is really important for people to understand is if you make a decision based on your limited knowledge or your neighbor's limited knowledge of Medicare and your certain circumstances is that you might make a choice. And if it goes too far, if the, if the time lapses, you can't do anything about it. You're stuck. And I've heard you say that before, Steve, you, if you make a decision to be on a certain type of Medicare or an advantage plan or a supplement or something, and it goes beyond a year or after your birthday for, I mean, there's, there's time limits. And then you're stuck with your situation. And then if you find out it's it's not right for you, it's too late. So the best thing to do would be to call Steve before you make your decisions. Yes. Well, before your 65th birthday, preferably. Mm-hmm. So you can uh, have, have a little time to digest it all and decide uh, what, you, what you'd like to do. But it's important to uh, to think about it. And make sure that you have plenty of time to digest it. And uh, that's, you know, that, that's, that's the best scenario. If someone has been 65 a few years and they haven't done anything, they haven't talked to anyone, then that is a situation that's uh, probably going to end up being, if not a disaster, it'll be extremely difficult to get everything done. And again, there's a lot of variables, your age, your health, your financial situation, all of that fits together with the various options that are available according to the rules and regulations of Medicare. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to put this in a perspective of, of how I think. Okay. So I went to a guru and I said, I really need to do X. Okay. And I would like to know the best way for me to do that. And I was given the opportunity to know everything. 
And after we're completely finished with this scenario, I was more confused than ever. I would rather you tell me about my scenario, okay? Right. Not not everybody's scenario. What about me? What's the best right. way for me to do it with my knowledge, my income, my uh, age, health. your health, my health, all the different things that affect me, not everybody in the world or the United States, I should say. Medicare is only in the United States, right? Right. Uh, but don't confuse me with everybody's everything. Tell me the path that you think I should take. And that's um, that. That's in my career. I'm in technology. And so that was my path. And I feel the same way with what you're doing with your Medicare. You are going to help them with their scenario, their health, their age, their working, whatever it is that that is happening to them, what part of the country they're in, whether they're living in a motorhome or they're living in a sticks and bricks, they call it. There's all these different things that are going on that uh -huh. you could help them figure out the best plan for them. Correct. We only have uh, a minute or so left, Steve. Is there anything else that we need to know today about working and Medicare? Well, uh, you know, I would, I would only emphasize that uh, age 65 is the magic age. And uh, it's, just, it's just a matter of getting as much information as you possibly can in order to make the right decision. And it's, uh, it's, it's a critical part of, of your future health care is age 65. And you just need to totally understand the directions you could go in in order to have uh, some sort of peace of mind in, in, your, in your remaining years. Well, thank you very much, Steve. You're a wealth of information. You make me feel very comfortable about moving into the age 65 with my Medicare and my health insurance. I really appreciate you. Um, thank you for joining us today. If you have any questions, Steve would be happy to answer them. You can either come on live here with us every Tuesday at 8 o'clock Central Time. We're on YouTube and Facebook and your favorite podcast app. We would be happy to, to have you on as a guest. You can ask any questions that you'd like, or you can privately call Steve at 832-754-3292, and you can talk about your situation and how you can handle your Medicare. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you again next week. Thank you, Steve. Thank you. Bye. Bye